Hi, and welcome to Falling Star, a Star Wars D6 actual play podcast. I'm Jesse the Game Master. This is Episode 3, Penumbra, Part 3. You guys have actually been sort of excused to a, a room of your own to talk. We'll pick up with you in, in just a minute. Uh, you guys have been excused to a room of your own to talk while the high singer, um, Tomica, uh, confers with her government. And it was pretty clear when she left that they're absolutely appalled because they're, Metonica has basically doomed their planet by A, revealing that she is, has the ability to use the force and by, um, assassinating the Imperial ambassador. It's, she's pretty much set their planet up for a destructive Imperial force. Um, and they're, they're, her government wants some words with her. She is not a, fish, a member of the government, but as high singer, she is she wields a lot of power. So you guys have a few minutes to discuss. Is there anything else we, we didn't when we started looking at the time? <laughs> uh, you guys didn't get a lot of chance to sort of dis- discuss what happened. So I will give you guys a few minutes to just sort of sort that out. If you want to discuss that in character, you can do that. Good question. Out of character, though, what words are our character words? Have we we I haven't decided on that because we technically aren't at the end of the. Gotcha. I was looking. With like one more scene away or two, and then <laughs> it just I looked down, it was one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, we need to wrap up right here. Oh, great, now they're gonna blame me for this one, too. More you really shouldn't have pulled out, life. you shouldn't have pulled out your guns. I didn't think they were gonna kill us. Well, they'd already killed two other people, but they weren't gonna kill us, we weren't gonna hurt them. Besides, didn't you see how matched we were? They're Jedi. I'm just drinking my drink at this point and checking over the droid to make sure nothing harmed on it. Well, I don't know if they're right with Jedi, but they do seem to be in touch with the Force. Okay, well, that's what I meant by... Okay. You're probably yeah. too young to remember the walls. They're Force users. But I didn't know if you'd be next, so I took appropriate action. Well, I appreciate that, but... Yeah, I just... I, I just... I. Didn't want to see anybody else get hurt, and I I think they have a world of hurt headed their direction just because of what just went down in there, and I don't think they need any more from us. I don't want to see the Agatic. These, I mean, Agatic don't seem like a bad race, and I I think I think they got a world of hurt headed their direction. Well, they didn't have to, so they started killing people. I don't know. I it I mean. Ambassador Archon sounded like they were taken, the Empire was taken over whether, no matter what Metonica, I mean, no matter what was going down in any of the negotiations, it was like, by hook or by crook, they were, the Empire was getting what's on this planet. I don't entirely disagree with your assessment of that, but the way they went about it uh, was moderate. They were negotiating and they were seeking permission and uh, they were not just landing troops and assuming that they could take what they wanted. And now uh, another dead ambassador, another dead uh, assistant, and uh, us there, you may be safe. I may be not safe. 
and I kind of look up behind the door right now. It's like, don't worry about it. It's all recorded. We'll all be safe. This explains everything. We just need to get out of here. And I'm very excited. I don't know that I want to stay on this ship. I don't. I don't like what the Empire is doing. What did you think about what Matanica? I mean, what Matanica was saying about? Well, with her actions, she said that she was not happy with the Empire when she killed the ambassador, which means we need to go before they start killing other people. <laughs> That's how I took it. So, and while I don't think our uh, esteemed bodyguard over here quite took the right actions, I think his uh, assessment of the situation was certainly valid, considering that two people pretty much instantly died in front of us. As it, I can't disagree with his actions. Excellent. You don't get paid enough. I finished my drink and try and form me another one if there's some available. Okay. You notice the ZFX is still moving pretty slowly. Whatever he did before seems to have drained his power. He's operating on low power mode. He's able to move, but slowly. Can I use my droid uh, programming to see if. Uh, like, I can figure it out if it's just, like, you know, a low-power situation where it needs to be, like, how mm-hmm. serious it is. Yeah, you know, droid actually be droid repair, but just technically a separate skill. Oh, it's just a separate Okay, so, yeah, go ahead, just roll both. Oh, ones, that's awesome. That's... What'd you get? Well, it, it lose the highest in the one. Oh, we got three. Like, two. <laughs> Uh, it might be the flux capacitor and the uh, <laughs> darn flux capacitor yet again. Oh, goodness. The vocabulary might vocabulator might be short circuiting across the flux capacitor. <laughs> I hate when that happens. God. The trilithium crystals were shorted out on the force, and there was some some unobtainium mixed in there. <laughs> Okay, let me see. <laughs> Am I able to uh, copy the files from him? The hollow recordings on my data pad. Uh, you can. Yeah, he's still. I mean, he's still functional. He can talk. You know? Okay, so I'll be like. ZFX. ZFX. Uh, I need you to give me a copy of the file onto my uh, my data pad here, so that we have it. Keep a another copy on your system. And also make sure to upload a copy to the ship's mainframe once you get that. Okay, boss. I'm going to stop where it just step out of the character and uh, something I meant to address earlier. And this is my fault because I set it, set it in as the tone. But uh, as I've been thinking about it, I think it doesn't play well with the, in the Star Wars universe. Let's, let's just let's step back for just a second. Um, my gut instinct is when... We got, when approached with the question is, oh, let's go on the internet, let's go to Wikipedia, let's go search it, look it up. Um, and we've certainly been playing that way, go to the database, go to the thing. Um, that kind of investigation isn't always appropriate for a sort of a Star Wars setting. Um, I'd rather you guys operate on memory and that sort of thing. You get the, and otherwise, we just default computer. Op, computer. Um, so that's my fault for setting that as the tone. I don't want everything to just turn into a database search. So I'd rather you guys relied on a knowledge skill or something like that. And you can. There will be certainly circumstances where it's appropriate, but you're not always connected to an Imperial mainframe or something like that, that you have access to large databases. That's, and again, that's entirely on me. Um, but if we could sort of 
move away from that. As a, is everyone okay with that? Yeah, I don't think we've done it too much. Though. Not too much, but uh, um, it, and I just it's my the way I operate. Stepping it would oh something came up with the dinner. We did, gosh, we left that question unanswered. Jesse's over here looking on up Wikipedia on his phone. It's just my approach to everything um, is to go look it up, and that's not necessarily. It's more about the character's knowledge and more about the characters themselves, and I think it's a little more character empowering. It's like, oh, you know, I have from this in my back pocket this experience I have. There will be certainly times it's appropriate, but just okay. So sorry, not to change gears too much on you. Can you make sure that the effects only put that on the Devarchan's name for the computer, not onto the Imperial? Um. Imperial ships, computers. Um, I don't see why it would be a problem. And I, VFX, do you hear that? Yeah, I boss. Oh. I'm really wrestling with this idea of the people in the army that we were helping to recruit had no choice but to be in the army. I'm going to have the bug sniffer. Okay. Let's see if we're being listened in on. Okay. <coughs> Make your roll. Uh, communications? Mm-hmm. Nine. You do not pick up anything in here. And now that you, you know, you guys kind of were on an adrenaline high coming out of what you were, now that you actually sort of have a chance to cool off and are talking, this area looks um, kind of like a museum almost. There's a lot of stuff behind glass, uh, or various artifacts, various, uh, you know, crystal here or uh, a tree branch with a small creature encased in it. Uh, nothing alive, but there's various uh, artifacts scheduled around uh, maybe a statue in one one corner of the room of the agatic. So various things in there. Uh, but whenever there's a pause in the conversation, um, Joel, you hear something, just a faint snippet of tune coming from somewhere in the room. And it's, it's a familiar tune, and it it's a tune you wouldn't have expected here at all. In fact, it's a, it's a small, it's a, not exactly a children's rhyme, but it's a song that you and your brother sang together. You hear just little bits of song. And it's, it's maybe just your imagination. It's a little hard to tell. But it's, whenever it gets quiet, you sort of hear it again. Do you guys hear that? You hear that little tune? Little, little kid song? Um, I think it's probably just stress on your part, or maybe you're hearing it just better than mine. I have to agree with Red again. It's been a very trying day, I guess. I, I try to hum along with the tune a little bit, maybe walk around the room. Okay. As you walk around the room, you are attracted to one of the displays, and this one is actually out in the open, in open air. It, it, it's a small, the sound seems to be coming from a small crystal, and is set in uh, like a tripod mount, like a, a three-way tripod mount. But, you know, it seems like as soon as you concentrate on it, it's gone. Is everything all lot. Now you're singing to the crystal. I know you're going to think I'm crazy and I'm losing my mind, but this is a song my brother and I used to sing when we were kids. I try to sing it to the crystal again. Okay. You sing good. 
I wouldn't worry about it. I'd take the person and put it in my pocket. Okay. Like, oh, don't steal too much, man. He might kill you. And I just go back kind of playing with my data. Okay, about that time, the doors open back up into this room, and the high singer comes in along with her aide. Uh, she is moving perhaps a little more slowly than she was, but she is her aide seems a little agitated. Um, that would be Legloth. Uh, a uh, quick question. What, like, at the end of last session, I was like, I wanted to call down the, uh, the show. And the sh- they are on their way. Okay, gotcha. And for the record, Raxai is on the, the Varshan. Probably piloting at this point, actually. Uh, yeah, like, well, uh, she approaches you guys, um, moving slowly. I mean, it's clear from, again, she's aged. She's not a young, Member of the Gaddic species. Backing up and putting myself between myself and Joel. Or okay. between her and Joel. Well, that wasn't very pleasant. I am sorry for your compatriot who is, uh, and her assistant, but I did what needed to be done. I hope you're feeling slightly more at ease, high weapons. If you wanted to do this, why did we have to be in the room? I saw an attack. You put us in a difficult position because now we're going to be blamed for this again. I believe that my you don't know what you've done with your actions to make it difficult not only for your people but for us as well. Not to mention the difficulty that the ambassador and her assistant will never feel again. I will remind you that I have ended my world for you for the sake of the song. All right. So you're bloody insane. That remains to be seen. I... Well, I know anybody that is willing to sacrifice their world for a little bit of music might have some issues. I'd take a step from my drink and then take a step away from him just to be out of the line of fire in case of that. She bobs her head and, her, and from behind her she produces a small sphere and she actually presents the sphere to uh, to Ridian. I take it and look it over. This is what she presents you with. It's about a, about a tenth of a meter in size. It floats gently if you set it on the surface. <laughs> you can flip it over <laughs> if you want to read it. Right, it'll come up in a minute. Um, what exactly is this? Does it come up to my knowledge? I don't think Something unique to the Agatic, nothing you've ever seen before. There are a number of things that need to happen. I don't have all the answers. I only can see one small part of the song. And that one small part led me to the knowledge of your role. I don't know the, all the nuances that will happen along the way, but there are some additional things that you will need along to discover. And I hope that these small gifts will... While I can't make up for the loss of your compatriot, assist you along the way. I'm going after the sphere. You take it from him? Yes. Oh, not quite. I'm taking it right back. It's going into my pocket. There is no way. Okay. That'd be a brawling attack, and you can make a, a either dodge or parry. I'll let you pick one. But she's handing it to Ridian. So. Six in the force. So, 20. 17. 
Okay. He's able to grab it out. Was that a dodge or a parry? Dodge. Okay. He's able to get it to pull it out of your grasp. Good sir! Behave yourself! I think not. I have a gift for you as well, high weapon. And she produces in... And I like cross my arms and my blaster slides out. While you're doing that, she produces and sort of puts that's in front of Sixton what looks to be a jar filled with some fairly foul-looking goop. (laughs) (laughs) And she she hands it to Sixton. You, my friend, are loud and obnoxious. She knows you well. (laughs) I quietly snicker behind Sixton's back. This needs to be kept alive, but I approached one of our master trainers in one application which should last for several weeks and will make you less qu- less obnoxious to those who can hear the song. And she hands it out to you. And drop it. And throw it down on the floor. It's not glass, so it's not going to break. I really try and break it. <laughs> okay. Does it have a lid or something? It's a like a a uh, transparent steel container with, or the equivalent of transparent steel with a screwed on lid. Oh, 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 and I kind of like, after I make sure it's not going to explode or anything after you say that. It's, of, it smells pretty foul, actually. I was like, oh, what, you don't want your goo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I will accept this on the behalf of our crew with all the... Uh, you're going to have to scoop it up off the ground now. He's just dumped scoop it. scoop a little bit up there and not touch it at all. I'll go over and stomp on it. And, <laughs> oh! And I rub it in with my feet. And we'll say I got a little bit, right? There's some, Maybe get some of it on your hands. but it's, No, I'm not touching that. We'll the container a little bit. <laughs> this is probably still, uh, a little bit still on the edge of the container. <laughs> I'm like, well, I appreciated your activity earlier. Diplomacy needs to be improved. And I kind of set it down inside. We're not being uh, diplomats here. We're being couriers. We're being set up. That's why I want that. No, I just set it down. You can pick it up if you want to. Try to get it down. No, no, I'm talking about the sphere. Oh, okay. That's why I'm. I'm like, I'm going here. Yeah. What's, what's my time? <laughs> you guys hear the rumble of the ship coming in for a landing from outside. It's kind of distinctive. And I do believe that is our uh, ship. Hi, Singer. I apologize for the behavior of my my guard. He's very concerned about our safety. Uh, takes it a little overboard sometimes. So I understand. He has not offended terribly with his behavior. Do you know why this world is divided as it is? No. It's actually an ancient tradition. The things that are... Yes? Took me a minute to understand divided. Because okay. I was thinking of the, the previous adventure where things were really divided. No. This is the technology and natural. Yes. The philosophy goes back to a number of singers in the past who chose to listen to the darker parts of their nature. The songs they sang were of anger. It was felt that by breaking off those parts, recognizing them for what they are, and accepting them, 
that the two, both the dark and the light, would balance out. My people might have taken that a little bit too far. Right, I'm tired of listening to this gobbledygook. Shut those here, let's go. Okay, so you're headed into the ship? I'm grabbing them and okay. marching them to the ship. Okay, uh, ZFX is walking very slowly by. Okay. I gotta nudge them off and I'm staying with ZFX, but I'm also following the shuttle. Like, thank you for your gifts, we appreciate them, you know, kind of bowing formally, graciously, and trying to get heck out. Okay. I should warn you that... Who are you talking to? She's walking with you, and oh, I'm. <laughs> she'll she'll walk right alongside ZFX and Rivian. I should warn you that you will be pursued off planet and attacked. Our troops will be using the minimum possible force to ensure the lie, so you are not blamed for what happened here. Wonderful. Well, we appreciate the warning. But it would be appreciated if you didn't respond with lethal force. It will mainly be for a light show. I can honestly say that I will be telling our shuttle captain to uh, fly as fast as possible and put all power to shield. May the song be with you. So you guys are all boarding the ship? Yes, I'm running to the cockpit. Okay, Raxi, Raxi's piloting here. Or Raxi. Raxi right. is piloting. Okay, so do her shut. Yep. Then. Turn it around, one danger. Power up the trouble lasers. Oh, hey there, buddy. How is things been with you? Not well. We're in trouble. Oh. So I'm making sure he, ZFX is locked in. You know, ZFX is going heading for power, and he's going to plug into a power conduit. Right, I'm heading up to the cockpit. I'll be there in a second. Okay. Oh. Cool. Um, is there a gunnery station? Don't you dare hit any lasers. Shields only, Raxi. Shields. You got it. There is. There are two gunnery stations on the bridge. Okay, I'll go to one. Okay. Sit down and begin powering up. Okay. Raxi, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna flip on the shields and see who do I trust more. <laughs> uh, diverting some of the power that was to the blasters, not all of it. Okay. Um, you mean you, this pretty much on or off for these? Pretty much. Um, I'm gonna leave the blasters off right now, but I'm gonna flip the shields on and I'm gonna cut everything off to take off and then start heading up and diverting most of the power side. Okay. Sixton, they don't need us firing at them. They're already going to have the weight of the Empire coming down on their heads. They don't need us firing at them. I'm zeroing in on the platform we just left in the high center. Okay, the singer's going not going to sit there watching you. She's headed back to the building. Thanks. Okay. Can I Start punch him? If you want, as soon as you figure out what he's doing, I'm sure for you to just pull up. It's not actually like a, a cockpit, a separate cockpit. It's all, or a separate. Right. Okay. In the, okay. in the setup, what is the best way to stop him from doing what he's doing? Kick him out of the chair. Okay, I'm going to try to kick him out of the chair. Okay, I'll give him one. one he's get. I'll give him one shot while he tries to figure. While he tries to make that shot. Let me know when I get back up, kind of in there. I'll give you. I'll give you three rounds before. Um, I'm gonna get to use the fire control from. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. And you were, you said you were blasting out of here as fast as you can. Kind of half paying attention to what's going on in the background. Okay, so that was a ten yeah. total. Okay, so at what's the? I've got the ship's stat. I give one to three. No, what's the ship's? Um, three D plus two. Atmosphere rating. Let's go atmosphere. Uh, atmosphere rating. Rating. 
atmosphere to twenty six hundred. What's the what's uh, yeah? What's the first of all? What's the speed? Atmosphere is two two twenty. Uh, in KP is what in KPH, isn't it? Two hundred two twenty colon six hundred KPH. Okay. Okay. And what is the range on the um? What is short range for the blaster? Um, one to three. Uh, that's space. Atmosphere range 100 to 300. Okay, and you're going from a dead stop to okay, one round of movement. Okay. Okay, that's actually a miss. Because she goes, she can accelerate two um, steps from zero to max, and she was at the. You told her to take off. So you, you can shoot again this round. Okay. You get it where it's separate. Actually, I'm going to try a persuasion roll first. I, I'm not going to last persuasion rolls between PCs. Okay, then fine. I'll try to drag him out of the chair. <laughs> uh, perception checks then for who's first and who's second. Ooh. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Probably not me. Uh, yeah, she beat the crap out of me. Rax, I give me a perception check since you're staying neutral here. Upper right. Seeing a one on the wild die though. No. Oh, okay, which one's your wild this time? Okay. Okay, so Joel first. I'm going to try to pull him out of the chair. Okay, it's going to be a brawling attack. Dixon, are you, are you parrying, or are you, you going to try and parry this round? Um, I'm going to actually split my die pull. Okay. Uh, I'm going to parry, and I'm going to, and I'm going to fire again. Okay, so make a parry roll. That's uh, in place of the, the melee attack. Dodge, dodge, rather. It's a melee attack, you have to parry, actually, but not to the same as your melee skill. Didn't you say you could use dodge for... You can use dodge for some circumstances. You're sitting in a chair. You can't dodge. Okay. Pretty fair. Um, so it's Yeah. You can lose a die for two actions. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, 11. Uh, 12. 11. You got 11 on your hit. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I get to add two to that. I got a 13. 13, so that's a, and you replace, and you got an 11, you said? 12. You got a 12, she got a 13, and, and because, but because it's a combat action, not a full round parry, that she actually uh, gets to make an attack without actually going to deal damage. I'm assuming you're dragging, not. So basically just dumping it on your butt out of, away from the. <laughs> uh, Raxi, your turn, your action, actually. Okay, so as I said, I'm going to yell, hey, no fighting on the ship, and then kind of raise my legs a little bit and jerk the ship a little bit to the side. Okay, so you're trying to dump everyone out of their seats. To this side, yeah. Okay, so you're trying to fling everyone basically. (laughs) Okay, that'll work. Are you making a move action to move further away as well at the same time? That's technically two actions. That would be two actions. They're not fighting on me as long as. I'm just no, to... no, no, moving the ship. Are you moving the ship further away from where he, he's firing, or are you going to no, let him make I'm another little straight? Straight. It's just like if you're going to do a spin. Like so that. he's going, but okay. Are you moving the ship further away from where? Um, you... 
like up into the further atmosphere? Yes. Okay. And but you are you accelerating or are you just going the same speed? How fast am I going? Well, you started out at zero, you were at double your movement rate, so you hopped up two speed levels. So double whatever your the vehicle's current speed is. Is that four forty? Yeah. So that would you cover four forty in one round in, in the well, first round and then you can continue to cover four forty or you can you can move to high speed. I'm gonna keep it four forty until we're out of the atmosphere. Okay. So that double the that'll double the round the range difficulty this round. But you're go ahead and make your dodge roll first actually. You're that's uh Sergeant Piloting plus the vehicle's dodge code. Starship piloting. I don't know what it is. Under mechanical. Okay. Starfire piloting. Starship piloting. Maneuverability, does that work? Yeah, it's add two, the. Add two dice plus and add two, two pips. No, add two dice? Yep. Add two pips. Alright, we'll put two there. Okay, so, and quarter the dice. Okay, I got. Yep. So you're dumping everyone on their on their <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going to say that rolls violence enough that everyone needs to take two, uh, 3D stun damage. <laughs> Except for the pilot who's going to be strapped into a chair. I didn't mean it that hard. So wait, what do we do on this? Well, Destroy your strength. It's stun damage. It's not going to have a long-term effects. Eleven. Eight. Seven. Okay, Joel and and uh, Ridian are both take uh, are stunned. Basically, just you're gonna lose the die code next turn, um, but lose the, your actions for this round. They are everyone's sort of dumped on their butts right now. <laughs> everyone's gonna have to get back up. Um, we're now at 8, 8, was 440 times 2, so 880 distance. Well, isn't 600 the maximum? Is that what it means? No, the, the 600, that's in, if you were just wanted to figure out how many, in an hour, how far you go to travel in one hour. Oh, okay. So the 220 is meters. It's, no, it's 220 is atmosphere, or, no, you're right, I'm sorry, those are meters. The, the 220 okay. is meters, the, um, space units are space units, which aren't actually anything. <laughs> They're, okay. Deliberately vague as to what they are. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'm looking. Alright, so. You, so it's a new round. Are you guys going to. You're pretty much rapidly approaching the end of your range. You will. And everyone will have to take an action to get back up, too. So standing up is an additional action. At least they're talking to fighting. So did you do nothing then? I pulled them out of the chair. Did you split this up? No, he she dumped she dumped everyone on their butt after that, so Yeah, I lost my second action. <laughs> oh, okay. Um He's only got to make one shot. I could lock myself in the door pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had I wanna point out that I had to go through all the trouble of statting out insect poo. And you dumped it all over the floor. There's still a little bit. There's still a little bit. Statting out insect goo or insect Insect poo. Yeah, I thought that would have been the uh, rectal lizard poo. No. Are we still recording, by the way? Yes. That's the beauty of editing.
right there. It is. Have you, like, have you actually listened to any of the podcast? <laughs> I listened to the first one. I haven't had a lot of time. I've been running around a lot. I've listened to you them. the Darth Vader does a prance. <laughs> no, but I've, I've heard that reference. Like, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it's solid. Because I was looking at, I read the, uh, like, the synopsis. Closely followed by Darth Vader is not a brony. <laughs> I actually had a great picture of the Rec 2 lizards I found online. Someone had photoshopped dragon wings onto a anole or an anole or whatever it ever pronounced. And I just thought it was so cool. I just I was like, okay, that's got to be something in my game. <laughs> Are these the problem? Paste is a byproduct of the action of several species native to Selectric Forest. It starts out as a sublayer bark, uh, the spelloderm, uh, from a pseudonym tree. Once the tree has been infested with bit parasites, we feed on the pseudotrees phyloderm. Insect we, uh, the insect waste, rich in pseudophyloderm, then becomes a rich feeding ground for native bacteria. See what you dumped out. <laughs> I still have, like I said, I saw a little bit left in the jar. <laughs> it stinks, by the way. <laughs> um, it, are the things that we're talking about with the thing and stuff the, the uh, yes. thing that I yeah, that was one of the things that you wanted to have to draw, yes. Okay. Before, or we're going to abstract part of this because I don't want to pull the maps. Um, I did, I don't know how, if any of you actually saw, I was actually, I actually ran a contest for our listeners, uh, <laughs> asking them to drop stats for the Egatic Navy. And so we had people, we had some people submitting ships and drawings and designs of ships, so. Oh, that's cool. Exactly what you do is put huge frogs onto a ship. Um, they, they have, they have their own ships. They're designed their ships for them. Do huts have ships? Yes. So Sixton is locked in the bathroom in the in the privy. Since this is a ship, in the uh, what's the other name for it? Not the privy. The uh, head. The head. The, the refresher. And Joel. Is apparently glaring at his back. <laughs> uh, Ridian, one of you, you're making your way to the bridge about this time. I'm, just, I'm trying to. I just hit my head, so I'm a little bit like, oh my gosh, what is going on? But, you know, I guess she's flying to dodge lasers, so I'm happy about her. Good job. And Raxai, you are piling, headed out of the atmosphere, and as you hit orbit, you notice the aggressive shape of several oh. uh, small gunboat-type craft, and they seem to be on an intercept course. Well, that's speeding up. Okay, so you are going to move this vehicle to high speed, and we are now atmospheric. We are not no no longer atmospheric, so we are now um, we are now only using the space numbers. And by the way, I grabbed these off the diversion, which is probably not what we were using if you were using a shuttle. No, you didn't have a shuttle. It would have been the diversion. Okay. Yeah. You guys did, uh, took the diversion in. Since I actually had a contest, I'm going to, I'm actually going to mention our people by name, which was part of the, the our contest. The winner of our step, the step by Navy contest. Is Clarice Lustrin of the Rancor Pit, who actually submitted four separate ships. And I also wanted to give credit to 
the Star Wars Artists Guild Online, swagonline.net, and Casca1967 uh, for one of the drawings of the Agatic. You can thank those people and the people and the people over at uh, Star Wars Artists Guild. Uh, actually, take requests. They don't actually charge for anything. If you have a Star Wars character you want to draw, you want drawn out, you give them a detailed character description, and people volunteer to take it and draw it for it, which is actually kind of a neat sight. You can look through all sorts of characters that people have created. Um, there's a lot of really talented artists there, actually. I was really impressed. Um, you, your IFF, your uh, friend, your identification friend or foe system, has tagged several gunships like this. They are that are approaching, and the ship's computer identifies it as a Tempo-class interceptor. There are two of them that are in pursuit of the Devarshan. Oh, it's fun with these guys. How can I get the bat? Get out of here, Rockside. Alright, so I'm speeding up to however much I can speed up and still be able to have some amount of dodge. If need be, trying to get out of there as quickly as possible before we come to their blaster range. Okay, so give me a starship piloting and modified by the maneuver code of the vehicle. So you get your the 2D plus 2 of the maneuver code plus the your starship piloting. Four, uh, six, uh, 10, 10, 15, 17. Okay. 20, 27. Okay. You are able to uh, maneuver up to high speed. Where are we going from here? Am I in the uh, tucker yet? Yeah. I'm strapping myself in at one of the, uh, you know, computer terminals. Okay, but not one of the gunnery stations. No. Okay. Joel? I guess we better make this look good. I sit down at the gunnery station I pulled him out of. I pulled six bit out of. Okay. There is a second gunnery station. You'll let six to know you guys have company or not. Uh, he can break here from the <laughs> from the bathroom. <laughs> okay, they are currently at long range. And what is your vehicle's top speed in space units? Six. Six. So multiply that by at high speed uh, with no the, multiply that by four. Twenty-four. Okay. Yeah, the interceptors are gaining on you. They're currently at a range of 50. You're at 24. Your top speed is 24. And they are closing. And we're going to switch just briefly as we see both ship, both these two gunboats chasing after you. And your ship streaking away towards what we assume is the protective bosom of the... Uh, Start to start a preeminence at your scheduled meeting point, and we're going to do a very brief cutscene. Um, camera settles on the Gattacan military garb operating various consoles. Minister Farik looks out from his office at the veranda into the lower control room as ships are coordinated. One of his attaches is standing in the doorway. Sir, the simulated attack on the, st on, uh, the Devarshan is ready. Pilots have been briefed to confirm that to, to attack the Devarshan 
without causing any real damage, but make it look good. Once we're in range of the preeminence, they'll switch to normal weapon power and open fire on the Star Destroyer. Sir, you do realize that we'll not only be sending those pilots to our deaths, but also declaring war on the Empire? Brief, brief space is expression. Unless. Confirmed, Commander. Those are my orders. The Commander bobs her head and wants and exits. Silence descends on the room. So you believe her? Uthrul asks. Brief, brief. Uh, continues to stare out the windows. I suppose, but acting unilaterally like that, the ambassador aide really did attack us, then we could have killed them, made it look like an accident, made it all look like an accident, even their high singer. Farid Farid continues to scowl out the window without looking at anything. For a long moment, he just stares finally and turns back to Minister Uthrul. Do you believe her? Farid Farid asks. That we're doomed? That the doom she forced on us is better than the, the death of song she sees if we don't do things her way? I don't know. I believe she believes it. But I also believe she's a zealot. You and I are pragmatists, and neither one of us is quite so willing to look past the wrongs that are done to us. Farid Farid wiggles his tentacles. You felt what I felt, heard what they said. The attack was real enough, but that they're all innocent bystanders or innocent weapons? Uth rules, steps into Farid Farid's side, and turns to look down the control room. If someone points a gun at you, and you kill him, what do you do with the gun? Farid Farid comments absently, confiscate it, turn it on your enemies, but they're living sentient beings, not an inanimate weapon. Uth rules, speaks quietly without facing his companion. Alright, if someone loosed a wild rabbit attack beast on you, however innocent the creature was. Farid Farid stares for a long moment, turns back to the control room, Walks over to his desk. His tentacles dance over the keyboard as he changes the orders given to the gunships. I'd have the beast destroyed, he finishes simply. Okay. Next round. Give me a perception roll. Whoever's got your high perception. Is that still Joel? Mm -hmm. Um, what's the score? 16. Okay. First or second? I had to wait until she took a bite. <laughs> it's my way. Just looking carefully about the Okay. Okay. Alright. The fighters are traveling all out this round. And very easy terrain. It's open space, essentially. Okay. And... Okay. They're good. They they close. They are now at. It's now your action, Raxay. What are you doing? They're not. They're there's distance was fifty. They're traveling at nine at uh, nine times four, which is thirty six. Thirty six oh, minus fifty, and you're are you gonna still move at twenty four, which is the max your maximum speed? Yes. Okay. Make get another piloting roll. Add the two plus two. Yeah, two kids. Yeah. Oh, this is Good enough. Okay. So, 12, they close the distance to thir uh, 40, I'm sorry, 38. So, what, does that put them inside their gunnery range? Uh, no. Okay. 
the two fighters continue to close, um, and they are catching you, and they are significantly faster than you guys. Not really. You're still you're going as fast as you can. Joel, Ridian, you guys put up the shields, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to check over the systems, get myself familiar with what's going on with the batteries. Okay. Alright. You guys can erase that one beast on now. You didn't, yeah, you didn't take yeah, it. Right. <laughs> it's pretty hard to damage someone in heavy armor. Can you still have the bathroom? No, I'm, this turn I'm leaving the bathroom and going to my quarters. Okay, you're headed down to your quarters? Yes. Okay. Sixteen, are you going to come fight? <laughs> Alright, you you're ignoring her and going, okay. Alright, new round. Uh, I'm not going to do perception rolls again, just give me your, give me your speed bro, roll. I'm gonna do it again. Usually, when you ask you to drop you the lowest one, you take the lowest one and the highest one out too. So, like the one four side? Yeah, it's kind of like. Okay, you're still in very easy terrain, and that's still enough. One of the pilots apparently is pushing his engines too hard, and the, his ship stu- his ship seems to stutter and slide 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 sideways. So now he, uh, he will be at a penalty this next round. We're um, now the distance is now twenty six. Um, how many ships are there? Two. We'll do a new round. You still rate you still trying to pull ahead? You need to make a fifteen again. How sure. close are we to our uh always? Do you guys have anything else you're doing this last round? Uh well it's probably calm or uh mothership, I suppose you would call it. So you're getting on the calm to call the the preeminence? Okay. What do you say? I'd be like I'm calling the Star Destroyer. Right, right the family. It's like, uh, I just, you know, come in. Are you there? Hello? This is the Star Destroyer preeminence. Uh, this is the, uh, ship of your ambassadors and the singer. We need assistance. We are under attack at this time. Say again? We are under attack. People are shooting at us. Send help. Confirm that. Uh, copy that, Devarshan. What is the nature of your attackers? Uh, two, maybe three ships. I'm not exactly sure. The ambassador has actually been killed. We are being fired upon. We need assistance now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make her roll. For, did she make the uh, pilot roll? She said that she made it. Did she beat a 15? Yes. Okay. What is the what is the upper limit on the weapons of the Okay, you are actually in weapons range this turn now, but you, um, they cannot act while they're at full high speed pursuit. Yeah. They were at twenty six, so we were still at a range. Level. Right, but this turn they now close the distance. We're now at twenty. At uh, I'm sorry, fourteen. 
but they cannot act while paddling at high speed. However, since you guys have a separate guttering station, you guys can. I'm going to make it look good. Okay. Firing, firing two shots at okay. the ship closest to it. Not going to make you make a roll to, to miss. Okay, they're now in weapons range, but they have not they have not started firing. This looks like they're still trying to catch up. I'm still running. Great. Now we did shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> Copy that, Devarshan. Incoming in 60 seconds. Okay, so they are... They are going to continue to close. Are you taking any other action other than all-out speed? Yeah. They're not firing yet. I'm not dodging yet. Okay. Alright. Make another piloting roll. Uh, this was my piloting roll. We already counted that one. Yeah. Oh. This is turn... Five now. Almost had If you beat a fifteen, just beat. Tell me if you beat it, if you made a fifteen. Made a fifteen. Okay, then we're good. You're traveling in very easy terrain, which is five difficulty. You're traveling in all-out speed, which adds two to the range difficulty. So. 10, 15. You can make a 15 to avoid piloting this out. So everyone's clear on the map there. Okay. They have both made their piloting rolls this turn. They are now at range. I can't do math. They are now at range uh, 2. Short. Very short. A close. <laughs> okay. New, new round of action. Are you guys going first or second? Second. Second? Okay. The first pilot is declaring a piloting action and a shooting action, as, as is the second. His first action is a shooting action, since they are at range two. Shooting, shooting action. He's firing with his, heavy, his forward heavy laser cannon. And easily, uh, are you declaring a dodge this round? I should have asked. I'm sorry. You're a little close. So you're going to dodge this round? Yeah. In addition to your piling. So that's two actions, and you cannot travel at all-out speed. You have to you have to deduce from all-out to... Actually, can I just cut the power to the space completely at this point? I'm assuming they're still running forward. Yes, but you can only decrease one speed level per turn. Or two, I'm sorry, two speed levels per turn. Inertia? Not in stuff. <laughs> I, I agree. I think there, there's a more realistic way to do it, but and I'm not a huge fan of the rules as written, but rules as written, no. Okay. Okay. So what so are you, you doing? You're dropping down one speed level, you're good. So they can go fly in front of us. Two that. speed levels. Why do I keep saying one? Two speed levels. I put on the brakes and they fly right by us. Keep in mind, they're much more than craft. Yeah, you are yeah, a capital ship. We are just kind of big and you're a big barge. Keep running, then. Okay, so you're going to just make your pilot straight piloting roll. Okay. So you're going to try to dodge? Though? Yeah. Dodge, dodge and dodge. Dodge the pilot. Okay, so you're going to go, 
you're going to dodge and you're going to make a piling roll as fast as you can go, which is high speed, not all out. So you move double your normal speed rate. So give me a piloting roll. You only need to make a 10. And give me... A, I'm sorry. First, make your dodge roll. Yeah. Start, which is piloting plus um, the maneuver code. 2D plus 2. 2D plus 2? Maneuver code of the... Yeah. I know, but 2D plus 2 is 2D. 40 plus 2, and then adding 2 plus 2. How about we're going to drop the math for one more action? Yeah, you lose 1 because you're two, 2 things at once. When do I drop? Did you, drop both for 1. Did you make a 10? Oh, okay, we're yeah. getting the dodge roll. Reroll again. Just kind of losing 1? Yeah. You're losing 1 for both rolls. You have to lose 1 for both rolls. Okay. Uh, drop. Lose the die before you roll. Okay, 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 all right, maybe. Well, is this on there? Okay, yeah, so then I need four more for 16. Oh, sorry. 16? Yeah. Okay. Much better than five. That's a hit. That's a hit. So both fighters managed to bracket you. Give me a, a, shields are up, right? Yep. So give me a hull plus shields plus. Um, What's a hull plus shields? Plus six dice. Hull plus shields plus six dice. One die. Hull is three d plus one. Shields is one die. So rolling ten d ten d plus one. Okay. Who wants to roll for the shield? Er, you have the tiny the dice. Five. So it's 10D plus 1? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, thanks for that. I took a piece of my hand. Okay, so... 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 6, 16, 21, 23, 28. You're fine? Plus 1, 29. Okay. I'm only going to make you do that one first. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so the, both ships open fire and actually tag the diversion, and you feel the sh there's lasers actually impact with full force on the ship. So this is not a uh, not a gentle push, but it the shields take it pretty well. They're starfighters shooting a capital ship, so you guys have an advantage there. I'm gonna keep doing the same thing I did last round, which is dodging in starfighter. Okay, they actually hit. Oh, they actually need a piloting roll too, and. Yep, make your piloting roll for this round. Just in case, I changed out of my armor and then changed back into it after I thought about it for a moment. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and I've gone to uh, a technical station uh, down where I can assist damage control if I need to. Okay. Okay, you made it. Okay. And they made their piloting rolls? I'm going to take one shot. Okay. Are you sh actually shooting the hit this time? Yes, I'm going to shoot the hit this time. I felt that. Okay. Are you acting first? Huh? New round. You acting, you guys oh, I thought first. I was still in, uh, able to act in that round. Because I was acting second. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Yep, you are. My apologies. Five? Uh, actually, she has fire control, too, so... 
Uh, point, point blank creatures once. That's a miss. Are you guys in point blank? Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. Then that is a hit. I'm sorry. Roll damage. Uh, 3D plus 2. Okay. I got a 1 on the first page. Just keep the, the main one then. Huh? Just, just give me the, the... So, 4 plus 2. Okay, that's what I rolled. Uh, oh, okay. Alright, so, alright. So, you 2 plus 2. 4. What yes. you got? Okay, the tall it manages to absorb that. <laughs> so we've had no damage on our You've had no damage, so you've done no damage in return. Then I am happy. Okay. You're going to continue. So that is, since you called them, they gave you 60 seconds. That's one round. If 60 seconds would, ta- would be 10 rounds. I'm going to keep moving and running. So I'm going to tell 60 what's going on. <laughs> okay, new round. First or second? Second. I thought we said first. Oh, first. Okay. How many shots are you taking? I'll take two. Two? How many actions this round? One. I don't know. We have no damage right now, so I mean, they're keeping it work. How many actions? Dodge and run. Okay. So give me your first action. Your first shot. We'll just go around the table this way. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. That's a hit since they're not declaring a dodge this round. Give me a damage roll. Bring D plus two. Yeah, I'm starting to find stuff. Would you want, like, the highlight? <laughs> I got one on the fourth day again, so I take out my six, right? Yep. So, three. Three damage. Okay, well, again, you, the, the rather anemic lasers on the, the, the ship are hurting you guys again. What's your first action? Uh, let me ask you, because I'm not super familiar with ship combat. Okay. Uh, is there anything I can particularly do? I don't think I can... Do a lot for the station, right? There is a second gunnery station. There, you can um, angle the shields. I'm kind of doing not using the angle shields rules, so we're pretty much just assuming that you've got one of the shields on all sides. Um, so, other than that, uh, you can continue trying to talk to um, the preeminence, or you can um, work out technical or boost shields or something like that. There's not, our shields are fine, so there's not really a lot of those. Right. So um, I will, the only other thing I can think of would be to like jam communication or you know try and give them some false sensor readings so that it makes it harder to hit us. That All good ideas. <laughs> Let us try to uh, propose, send some false sensor readings using our computers. That, that would definitely be a sensors role. Yeah. And I got a four. And do add, You're busy. You probably add one, um, because With se- sensors are... Yeah, not the pa- whatever it would be, not be passive. Okay, well, oh, they're almost all one of Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what the effect is. What, your action? 
Thanks for the help. Dodging, running, give me a dodge roll first. Um, we're kind of just in combat space right now, so if you're sort of flipping around, we're not going to... Uh, Okay. You, that's your dodge roll for the round. Okay, they get their next action, their first action. This is going to be a shot and a shot. You know, someone wants to roll the Hulk code. Jason, we handle <laughs> handling the, the Hulk codes just so she's not adding and subtracting dice constantly. Uh, 14, uh, 14, uh, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, that's enough to Let's see here. <laughs> That's enough to You impact it and lightning bolt uh, sort of dance across its hull as it sort of spins out of control for this round. Next action, you only declared one action, you declared one action, give me your start your piloting roll. You can't roll. an 18. Okay, so that's enough to make the piloting difficulty. Okay. You've taken both your actions. They've got to make their piloting rolls this turn. One, two, yeah, that's enough. And the other one actually loses a die because he's slightly damaged. And he still makes it though. Like seven, eight, nine. No, he doesn't. <laughs> okay. He's off in space. No, he he just loses control. It makes it all of his difficulties plus five for the next round. Okay. We're going first again. Going first, alright. How many actions? Two. One. One. Dodge and run. Okay, give me your, your attack roll. Which one are you shooting at? One or two? Two is the one you've already hit. Uh, one. Okay. Uh, that one's just straight up, so 13. Okay, that's a hit. 15. 15. You uh, you added the two, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that hev will heavily damage him and will cause him a significant problem here. Actually, that's going to cause him to explode. That's going to do well, Mark. <laughs> Next action, what's your first action? 
Uh, we'll try the same thing with the false center data. Okay. Um, I'm taking extra time to plot an F, to plot a hyperspace jump. You guys don't have a nav computer, remember? That's why I'm doing it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I think you have a time. Which is like a 30 difficulty <laughs> doing it without a nav computer, or a 40, I think it's a 45 without a nav computer. <laughs> We're playing a D20. I say, well, we're playing a D20. Math computer, yes. Yes, remember it was disabled. The preeminence, the crew of the preeminence disabled your now computer because the location of the planet was highly classified and they didn't. <laughs> you do recall this now? Now I recall it. <laughs> Wait, do I know this? Yes. Can I yell at him to go do it? <laughs> He knows it, too. No, we're going to meet the bigger ship. The bigger ship. You have to last. We're now, you actually have to last uh, eight more rounds against with against one damaged fighter so far. We have no damage. By the way, we're 50 in my way. Okay. Hopefully that was all. Um, my piloting check. That was the dodge, or that was your piloting check? We're doing piloting. I don't know what I rolled for. Give me the roll for your your dodge first, since that's the thing that's most likely to come up first. Okay. He's actually plus five difficulties on everything, and so he's still hit. It's still hit against you guys. And give someone roll damage. Roll focal mode. Thirty, thirty-five, uh, thirty-six. Okay, and they definitely bounces the lasers off the hull, but the hull seems to be taking it pretty well. Hold strong like bull. Okay, next round. First or second? Uh, hang on. I didn't oh. get my second Oh, part. you didn't make it? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, 12 to hit. 12 to hit? Okay, that'll hit. 17 damage. Ouch. Ouch! Yeah, that fire, that ship's gone. <laughs> it just explodes <laughs> in a brilliant fireball as you pick it off with a very clean laser shot right to the center of mass. I'm gonna curl them back. Hey, never mind, we fixed it! Okay, so you, we are out of combat. Were you able to get any recording from the ship's computer, by the way? Presume that the gun camera on your ships is, what's essentially a gun camera is recording at all times. So. Okay, so it's, I will well, take it as long as it looks like the battle's over. Okay. We dump a copy on it. Okay, Sixton? Uh, continue to calculate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with that ship? Alright, I think it's time for a hyperspace which is like a 10 minute duration. So the preeminence actually comes out of hyperspace before long before you'll be done with those calculations. If I have to defend my actions, <laughs> I have actions to defend. Fair enough. Okay, well, the preeminence rockets it out of hyperspace directly over you. This I mean, this huge ship just looming over you as you cruise under it. 
And what is the E? Uh, the Martian to the preeminence, we have, um... I think, I think Ridian's actually oh, the... Sorry. the I would say exactly that. Okay. <laughs> the Martian to preeminence, uh, we are requesting permission to dock. Copy that. What is your status? Two fighters have been, uh, shot and damaged. There may be more behind us. We have taken some fire, but I check over the system. We seem to be intact. Understood. Do you do any of your personnel require medical attention? Uh, I do not believe so, but I will, you know, check all with all the crew and make sure. Understood. Prepare to be enter the main docking bay. We've got you now, and they lock on the ship with the tractor beam. And We've got you so we're now. So we're in this guy, right? That's yes. that's our normal ship. Yeah. Yes. And there's there's more crew on. Yes, there, right? there is. Yes. And I like I hit the comm then to the entire ship, and they're like, uh. All stations, any injuries should be reported to the uh, commanders. Okay. So, consider it sort of like Voyager. Yes, we have a limited crew, but the action is focused on some of the, the ship's main staff. Uh, okay, we are now, uh, you're now pulled into the docking bay of the preeminence, who there are several other agatic starfighters and even one Corvette type ship that closes in, and the, the uh, preeminence just Waves into it and destroys it, but they don't linger in the area. And before long, the diversion and the preeminence uh, take off for parts better known. <laughs> um, and before long, Captain. Well, I'll give you. You guys actually have a little bit of time now before you know once the ship is docked and and prepped before anyone's going to. I mean, to greet you. Um, so is there anything you guys are going to attempt to accomplish while the ship's just sitting here docked? Yeah, I'm going to go over to ZFX. Okay. Um, copy the recording onto my data pack, my computer. Okay. Um, and then send it directly attention commander, uh, preeminence. Okay. Tense to give with the commander of the preeminence. You're, what are you sending? I'm sending the entire whole The entire Okay. <laughs> it's easier than explaining. Okay. I don't have to defend something. He sent me this. And I do have my copy right here. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Are you done ordering the effects? Anything else? or? Dixon, can I have that crystal you took from me? Slice your issue. I'll flush it down the commode. Really? Yeah. He's flushed my childhood song singing crystal down the toilet. It's time for a vacation. I charge off for my orders. I'm going to head to the med bay with our bot, by the way. Because we didn't bring our medical bot with us, right? You did not bring the medical bird with you. Which medical bot? I thought she was on board. She's on, no, she's on board. She's not. She didn't bring her. Yeah, we did. She was in the back of the speeder. No, that was the cook droid. Oh, that's right. Okay, the yeah. cook. That's I right. thought she doubled. Did double. yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'll go uh, down to the medical bay and drop off the uh, that last of that jar that we had. Okay. Of stuff. I mean, like, uh, you might want to give this a little analysis, but uh, put it in storage and save it for uh, later. Understood, sir. 
Do you wish... I am detecting various organic compounds in here that might serve as allergens. Would you like an anti-allergy shot? Uh, I think I'm all right for now, but I appreciate you asking. I am also detecting that this substance contained an unpleasant aroma. It certainly does. You may wish to put it into a different container so the uh, aroma doesn't escape, but don't alter the compound uh, in any significant way unless you detect that it's dangerous, significantly dangerous. I will perform my scans. And then I'll head back to my room and uh, stow the, uh, my little orb in a secret hiding spot in one of my secure okay. pieces of our crates. Sixton, anything else other than uploading to the... Are you sending a message along with your message, with the recording? No. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> There's none needed with that. Uh, um, I'm looking through my gear, and I'm seeing if I can uh, find enough to um, replace my blasters. Replace them? They're, they're still on uh, the attic. No, they, they gave them back to you. No, they didn't. They took everything and threw the stiletto at... Uh, no, that, that would have been returned to you as you were leaving, unless you weren't even going to wait for it. The stiletto or the... Everything. They would have given everything back okay. That wasn't... It wasn't... They just wanted you to stop shooting at them, which didn't help, but... Well, I would have, would have been nice to know I had my weapons back. <laughs> Sorry, I thought, I thought that was... that. That's just... I assumed that they kept me unarmed. <laughs> that would probably be... A they, they might have given them over to Joel to carry. <laughs> <laughs> that I can see. We'll retcon that in. Okay. I'm just, are you giving him back his gun? Maybe if I had had his guns, I probably would have said, here, you can have these back. Can I have the crystal that you took when we were on the lunch? Yeah. And then he would have told me that he flushed it and I'd go moping back to my quarters. We all go with that? Revision is okay. history. Alright. just Make sure everyone's on board. <laughs> he flushed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't actually flush it. That's just what your tools. Yeah, that's because I stole them in my pocket. Okay, right. The trash monster. Pocket. <laughs> it's pretty awkward. <laughs> I know what the I know what the crystal is. So I'm gonna make sure it's not happening. It's really funny in my head. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, you've uploaded your report. Are you guys sending any more reports? Any anything else? The the ship's in hyperspace, so there's not a whole lot of communication on and off the ship. Now, right this second, I'm refreshing myself and changing into some better clothes and okay. making sure that file is safely on my ship computer. Raxi, testing around with the ship. Okay. Trying to get a handle on where everything is. No. I'm brooding away, writing music in that order. Actually, trying um, to remember the song that I heard. Looking over my weapons, making sure they're fine. Okay. Uh, actually, can I try and see if I can get the Nazarite on? It was disabled. You can try and repair the DAV computer, but people from the preeminence will be on board to do that fairly shortly. Keep in mind, I'm not sure this got explained. 
But in order, like, like you were saying, in order to keep the, sh the location safe, they, and we agreed to it, but they intentionally disabled our NAS computers. The Empire said, we don't want you to know where Selacria is. It's the, and I said, I'm curious. It's, it's, well, you're now on, aboard the preeminent, so there's not a whole lot you can do about it. You don't have any stars to fix on for a position or anything like that. You can't do it. Never mind. They'll be back in to replace parts and put, make the system functional again. Um, however, you would think that would happen fairly quickly, but their parents, Captain Stigov just ignores you guys for three days. There's no, no response. You don't hear anything from the crew. They, you know, they've hooked up fuel lines and stuff and repaired the external damage to the, to your ship. Well, if they haven't come on board, I don't see why the racks wouldn't have started working. Okay, for a second. Yeah. And while they are doing that, I will start editing my masterpiece. Okay. Making sure the things that I'm using in there. Actually, uh, for, if you're repairing the nav computer, be nav computer programming repair. Okay. That's true. Remember, I, for house rule, I split up the repair skills. I thought it made no sense at all, but. But that's technical skills? Yes, well, it computer is. programming repair is not part of. You repair individual systems and your repair skills apply to a specific system. So it used, the, the way that the rules are written in the book is that if you have Starship repair, it applies to all repairs repairing Starship, whether you're repairing the blasters or the shields or anything like that, whereas I took all those skills, dumped them, and just replaced them by specific systems. So if you're repairing, if you've got repulsor lift repair, it applies to repairing repulsor lift drives or on Starships, speeder bikes, anything, as opposed to requiring a separate role, a separate skill for speeder bikes from Starships. I just broke it up differently. It made more sense that way. 26. Okay, you are able to, spending some time with it, you are able to cobble together, uh, it's not a true nav computer, it's basically a program that is running on the ship's hardware that functions like a nav computer, so it's, it's cross-wired, it's not, it's not efficient, and it's not fast. I will say that it will allow you to make hyperspace calculations, but it's going to take at least double the time you would normally take to do it. You want to use your program versus dedicated hyperspace computer calculations. Would I have that somewhere being a computer? You might want to explain to her how hyperspace jumps work and okay. everything. Okay. Alright. Does that mean, because if yeah. you don't understand the concept, it's hard to understand the result. In order to make a hyperspace jump, you have to put numbers into a computer, do the calculations, and then the ship jumps you into hyperspace and along a given path, and dodging you around planets and stars and all that sort of thing. The computer normally handles it, uh, but it takes a while to get those there's a, a dedicated computer designed to do that. Things like an R2 unit can do are also specialized in doing that kind of operation. You are trying to cobble together a software program that emulates the hardware. So it's like running a Nintendo simulator on your computer. You don't have a Nintendo, but it runs it runs the hardware just as, it runs the software. It's just not quite as efficient as dedicated hardware that does that. So that's essentially what you've just put together. Okay. Everyone good? Yeah, well that and you tend to go bop, 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 instead of going from system yeah. to system. Yeah, you have to dodge around obstacles in hyperspace. Every every real space object casts a, sp a shadow in hyperspace, and the running into is bad. Yeah, and that's what, um on the ship, there's a hyperdrive multiplier, and what that means is uh, 
you take the amount of time it takes to get between point A and B, and you multiply it by uh, 1.5. Um, there are some ships with a 2, so it takes double the amount of time. And there are some ships with a 0.5, so it takes half the amount of time. Some ships with like point times 4, times 15. Or... Oh, wow. <laughs> and your backup, I think, is like a times 15 or times 18 or something. 18. Yeah. yeah. But that's just emergency. Okay. That was in hyperspace physics. <laughs> so you've managed to cobble together a software program that will emulate it. it it's, again, not quite as good as the real thing, but it, it'll at least function. Uh, eventually, at the end of three days, unless anyone else has anything else they want to accomplish in three days. Um, using the uh, cobbled together NAV computer to start plotting jumps. Okay, from... Uh, trying to look out the windows. <laughs> well, again, you're in the belly of a star destroyer. You don't have much, and there's no references in hyperspace. It's just that big swirling mass. Okay. I didn't know we were in hyperspace. Yeah, it's seven days' journey from Salactria back to wherever you... You could get that much from the computer. Okay. So. Well, oh, that's right. You did say we immediately jumped hyperspace. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah. Right. did not get that. Or did not remember that. So you guys are off on their way. Um... Eventually, Captain Stigev, instead of approaching the ship, though, calls you up on the comm. And I'm assuming, who wants to be in the cockpit when to receive that call? Cockpit of the ship? Mm-hmm. I would probably it, Well, it, no one's, you don't have to fly it, so there's no reason to be in the cockpit. It's a, you just want it, you're hanging around. Okay, anyone else going to be in the cockpit for that call? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... I rolled a four side, I rolled a six, so I said, yeah, sure. Okay, Sixton and Raxi are in the cockpit. We'd rather stern Captain Stigev. Devarshan, this is Commander Stigev. After reviewing your reports, and the hollow footage that you've recorded, I don't know what to make of any of this. I have already forwarded my report to the IPB and the IDC. It will be the Imperial Diplomatic Corps and the Imperial Propaganda Board. And you will be getting a response from them. I have been asked in the interim to treat your ship as a quarantined vessel. You will not be permitted off the ship for any reason. I am sending in a hazmat crew to repair your hyperdrive computer and to re-enable your droids. But under no circumstances will any member of your crew be allowed to interact with a preeminence. Is that clear? Uh. He terminates the, con the connection. <laughs> you can delete it or just or hide it. You can, you can quickly delete it. Okay. They're gonna fix it anyway. Assuming you trust them. Okay. Hide it may be a better option. Hey, I don't know what you think. I'm gonna hide it if he doesn't do. We just went through all the work to get it back up and running. Why don't we wait? You never know, it may come in handy. I'd like to keep our options open. I'll put it under an encryption, but still, 
I need the boy. Okay, alright, you can do that. Uh, the crew does come aboard. Uh, you guys are, is anyone going to do anything crazy, like try and sneak off the ship or anything like that while they're... So we've heard about it now, like, the rest uh, I'm assuming you, you would inform them. It's up to you, I, I guess I didn't know. Don't leave the ship. We're on the quarantine. <laughs> afraid we're gonna, like, pass on crazy or something? <laughs> Crazy's contagious now. <laughs> okay. Hey, look at yeah. me. I'm gonna compose like a formal protest letter okay. to both the commander of this vessel and to the uh, IPB and the IPC. Of course, those won't be sent. Okay. Right. With our treatment of a star of this caliber, who's been sent on a mission that she could not accomplish to a dangerous planet that, in fact, appeared to have force wielding. Uh, insane aliens on it, and that she should not have been exposed to this, and that how offended I am, and how that according to the writers in our contract, we would be hoping that we would receive additional compensation. Okay, you send that to that message, and it goes out to you. Send it just to the captain. You can wait till send the. Well, I mean, I don't think I can send the other ones, right? You can pass it on to the the preeminence. The preeminence can forward it on. I mean, they're sort of mail forwarding. I would send it so, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not going to try and sneak it around anything. Okay. But I understand that we're in the quarantine, so I don't want to break that either, so. You, it's not, it's a, basically a biological quarantine. They're not worried about computer viruses or something like that. If that's okay, right. well, we'll send that. So, okay. Cool. Anything else? So we're not trusting them? What can we do inside the ship? Watch Hollows, uh. <laughs> Listen to Joel perform. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I mean, is there any defense? Like, say that we were boarded on the ship. Would there be any systems inside the ship that could be... If there were people, why would they not hurt us? We work for them. Uh, well, he said to hide it, so I'm getting suspicious. He's paranoid. Come on. Raxi and I work on various uh, contingency plans in case we get boarded, in case we... Da, da, da. Okay. Yeah. You guys can... We drill. Okay, you can uh, make a tactics roll. Um, Joel mopes around and writes songs and misses her brother more and tries to write down the music from the things on the crystal and tries to... Sometime while while Sixton's away from his quarters, I try to go listen at his door to see if I can hear the crystal. Okay. Because I don't believe he actually flushed it. Okay. 32. Okay. I'm going to trust his roll. You're going to make contingency plans. Okay, uh, keep it, write that roll down if it comes up for contingency plans for um, any of your tactics contingency plans. I'll give you a bonus if you guys are rewarded. You know, not normally if we start doing something. Put that down, please. Thank you. Sometime when Sixton's away from his quarters, and I know he's away from his quarters, I I go by and try to listen at the door and see if I can hear the crystal. Where are you keeping that crystal? In my pocket. Okay. Uh, my plan, my plan, Jason's plan, Sixpence's plan, um, is to dispose of it as soon as I can. Okay. Um, but obviously in quarantine, I'm not going to be real successful. Okay. All right. You receive a two more days pass. Uh, three more days pass. 
And we're almost to the end of their hyperspace trip, and you guys all receive, everyone receives a net, a formal, very stilted letter. No hollow communication, nothing, uh, that says basically from that'll get so in the Imperial Propaganda Board, uh, who is your scheduling agent. Until further notice, this concert is on hiatus. And I scream and cry at that. <laughs> and, and that's, I mean, that's all the message says. And you're, are then pretty much cut loose from the preeminence. And oh, with, they, you know, they lower you out with, you know, for all the formal communications, but you guys are they dropped off. Don't bust like trash. They just drop you off, um, actually in the Kuat system. And with that, and said, please continue to check back. You will be informed when the concert is reset is back on. So I am freaking out at this point. Okay. Uh, what exactly are will we given additional finances, or just are we paid up at this point? You guys are not not in any kind of debt, if that's what you're asking. No, but I mean, here's the thing: we've got an entire crew that we pay. I'm assuming everybody. All they, they, everyone draws pay from the uh, Imperial Diplomatic Corps. You are not in charge of dispersing their pay. Money is just deposited directly into your accounts. You have not been given any, at this point, you've not been given any notification of, to, as to what's happening to that money, whether it's been cut off or not. Okay, I would uh, message for clarification about are we going to be continue to be financed or what's going on with this and, you know, what exactly. And, I, I, of course, I go over the contract for this inside. Okay. You are uh, very shortly are return back that your stipend will continue to be paid, um, but again, it's almost no communication whatsoever. It's just a, one or two lines of response, most of which is, you know, dear Mister Blaze. Um, so we're in the Kuat system, you say? Mm-hmm. Which you, system is <laughs> the Kuat system? Is one of the biggest, uh, most populated systems in the galaxy. It is a Hub of activity is a primary uh, star destroyer manufacturing facility. The Kuat Corporation or uh, Kuat Drive Yards is uh, the Emperor's go-to manufacturer for big starships. So they are the manufacturer of the Imperial class star destroyer. Um, for the outside of the game, that is the planet where uh, the very first mission we did. Your character worked for, yeah. for uh, KDY, and but basically, you guys are, are left to your own devices. So, do given no instructions, do I know anybody Why? in this system through my business contacts that I would be able to make um, contact with for uh, the show or something? You can. Uh, I roll my business. I will let you make a. Trying to think of what that be. This isn't really. This isn't really knowledge. Thing. Uh, make a. Uh, yeah, we'll call it a business role. See if you, you have any contacts in this area. We'll call the target. You need a twenty-two to get a to have a business contact in the system. Twenty-three. Okay. Sorry, twenty-five. Okay. So uh, if I know that we do have somebody that we can go to if we wanted to do a little show. All right, uh, can I call a shipboard meeting with the, uh, I guess you would call the, what would we call it? They're not the officers of the ship, but I would say the uh, primary personnel. Okay. 
So, so you me, Annie. Um, yeah. Um, now that the NAVA computer is back, I'm going to start working uh, calculations from this system. Okay. Um. Or. Um, I actually want to go to uh, where I was a cop. Okay. Joel. Uh, Hold on, I'm ca I'm coming to you. We're going around the table. Just in a funky order. Okay, while she's thinking, you what? Um, they mentioned something about a, a reason. They didn't really give a reason for us to be quarantined. Uh, but can I do a search check on the ship for anything that might give reason okay. for us? Give me a search roll. Go over the ship of the. Be one other thing here, and technically. Uh, if, wait, am I taking it for that? It's up to you. Um, I will allow people to, uh, since we're actually kind of at the end of the last adventure, that seven day span, uh, everyone take, everyone who was on the last one, and Raxa, you can take five, everyone else take ten character points, and you can spend them now in, during that downtime. Sorry, I, that was on my to do list, and I'm just. That concludes episode three, Penumbra. We'll pick up next week with episode four. As always, thank you for listening, and thank you for spreading the word, particularly via Facebook or by leaving us a review or a rating on iTunes, but we welcome any opportunity to interact with our listeners. You can always email us as well. The links for all those will be in the show notes. A special treat for our Facebook followers, I'll be posting stats, images, and of the various things that have come up in any given session, typically when that session actually airs. Um, so, please stop by. Until next time, good luck, and may the Force be with you.